0: Something to say. everybody and welcome to this episode of project shadow my name's charlie you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer ce dorset especially if you're reading my new book crucify my love which i think has accidentally gotten a, a little bit of search bump because of easter which i hadn't thought about but i hope nobody's upset because <laughs> that that wow like a whole bunch of people recently downloaded the episode of this podcast when I introduced the book and I was trying to figure out why it suddenly happened starting on Palm Sunday. Yeah, I think I understand. Um, so hopefully you're not upset. Hopefully like it's based on a song I explained in the podcast. Anywho, that's just a weird thing that's happened. I don't talk about music as much on this podcast as I want to because Given the current state of copyright, I don't get to play the songs for you. And I want to, but I can't. So, today, I'm not going to be talking exclusively about Old Town Road by Lil Nas X, but if you haven't heard that song, or the remix featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, I don't care if you like country music or not, you gotta check out this song. Because it is is kind of important to a broader cultural discussion that I want to have. And it's actually a topic i wanted to discuss for a while, but I haven't had a good avenue to get into it. And this is actually a good road to go. So if you haven't listened to it, load up your favorite streaming service, or I'm sure there's a video on YouTube that you can find to hear it. Check out the song. I'll wait. Okay. Did you listen to it yet? All right. So, the question is, is that a country song? Well, is it? Because a lot of country music stations seem to think that it is, and a lot of other people seem to think it is, and I personally think that it is. But you should not take my word for it, because though I am white and was raised primarily in the Ozarks and Appalachians, I grew up on country music but I'm not the biggest fan of it today. I think a lot of modern country music is just 70s rock music repackaged and call country or pop music that's been repackaged in called country. I, I don't think that the genre has remained uh, as pure as purists would seem to claim that it has, especially when pointing at a song like Old Town Road. Okay, so why? Why do I want to talk about this? What makes it important? Why does it matter? Because things change. We talk about genre a lot on this podcast, and it's because it's a topic I am forever obsessed with, for numerous reasons, one of which being I'm a writer, and I have to categorize the books that I write, and that is always a nightmare experience for me, because I don't know where they should go. To me, I would consider, personally, Crucify My Love to be an epic fantasy book, because it's the kind of fantasy book that I want to read when I read epic fantasy. But... Because of the darker elements in it, it's kind of technically a dark fantasy book, kinda. And when I look at how everything jumbles out, um, it's actually charting in the dark fantasy horror genre on on Amazon right now, and that just kind of blows my mind <laughs> because I, I wouldn't, I personally would not call it a horror novel. I wouldn't. It has, you know, spooky, dark, scary monsters and stuff in it, but it's not, to me at least, it's not a horror novel. But apparently Amazon looked at its tags and something else about it and said, you know, I think that's a horror novel. And I can't debate that. So, what does that have to do with Old Town Road? For genre conventions to mean anything, and I really want them to mean something, mainly because, like I said, people like me are forced to pick and choose what genres our stuff is in, so hopefully those genre titles have meaning. But a genre has to evolve. It has to grow. It has to change. What is rock music? What is country music? My favorite definition of country music has been for a long time, country music is four chords and the truth. Because for most country music, that's what it is. Country music has its roots in bluegrass and in more... Scotch and Irish music that was brought to the Appalachians and eventually gave us this genre. Do you have to have a guitar for it to be country music? Because not every country song has a guitar. What about a banjo? Do the drums have to be in a particular beat? Because I can think of some really good country songs that have a bossa nova beat, but... They're definitely country and they charted on country charts back in the day. Many country songs actually have a waltz beat, but we allow them to be country. What makes a country song country? It's a philosophical question that, really, when you think about it, you can have for any of the major genres. See, when we're talking about like secret subgenres like black metal, like we can talk for days about what's the difference between hard rock and metal, right? Because in some ways that's a fine line that, depending on your taste, can move back and forth. But if I were to say, "Is the song black metal or death metal or thrash metal?" Well, th- there's certain conventions very rigid conventions that go into each of those styles that have been challenged lately by some is zeal and ardor a black metal band well lyrically they definitely fit into the realm of black metal they also fit into the realm of death metal there are is growling but musically it doesn't have the guitars, it does have blast beats from time to time, but they're not ubiquitous the way they are in many songs in the genre. Are they black metal? This question has weird shades of gray when you're dealing with a song like Old Town Road. To me, it's very obviously a country song, and it doesn't have to do anything with the fact that he has an accent, it doesn't have to do with the way that... The chorus is sung. Now, the instrumentation does, to me, kind of immediately set it off as country. The lyrical content definitely reminds me of something that you would hear on an old country album. Maybe even a Hank Williams Jr. album or something. And if you don't agree, you should listen to some old country. It, it has a dirtier side to it. It's not all clean, like I think some people think it is. But it has a lot of elements of hip-hop in there. Can something that has all those hip-hop elements be country? And the crisis that we see going on within the country music community right now, where people are taking sides over whether or not this song fits into the classic definition, is really interesting because, well they exclude a lot of songs that are currently allowed to be on the country charts if they were applied unanimously and I'm sorry uniformly down the line but they're not this song is special and I'm not saying like some people that it's special necessarily because the the artist in question is black but I don't think it helps that the rapper in question is called Lil Nas X because Baby Rexa did a country song with Florida Georgia Line. At least they call it a country song. It was allowed to be on the country charts. It doesn't sound to me like country. It sounds like a Baby Rexa song that sampled maybe something from them. So why does she get to be on the charts? And we can talk about systemic racism if you want to, but I don't think that that's actually the problem. I think, to me at least, and you have to remember, this is my, you know, (laughs) personal take on things. But also remember, I am white. Well, I'm technically not white, I'm Irish. And yeah, there's a history there with whiteness that I'm not comfortable with, and I don't like claiming the term. But most people looking at me would say that I'm white. And, but, and I'm queer and I'm kind of on the outside of most of the communities here. I do listen to some country music. I listen to a lot of hip hop in variant genres. But what makes this song so special and why we're having a moment about it and not any of the other pop songs that are using many of the same things that this, that at least. Openly is being used to discredit the song from being a country song such as the drum loops and the bass loops and, you know, looping (laughs) because that makes it not country if you actually listen like load up your streaming app and go to the top country charts and listen to the songs that are allowed to be considered country that oh wow, that's a drum loop, and that's a bass loop, and oh, there's some looped guitars in there. So it really can't be that. The problem that a song like Old Town Road has is that it is an existential threat to the genre. It is rather akin to a track that isn't one of my favorites, but just because I don't like Anthrax, back when Anthrax did their let's say, cover collab thing with Public Enemy of bring the noise. We saw this also even earlier in the 80s when um, Run-DMC did their collab with Aerosmith. Once you allow elements that have historically not been a part of your genre to come into your genre, it may change. And the one thing that is at least part of the, let's say, mystique of country music, if it's not there in fact, because I I would argue very strongly that it's not there in fact, is that there is a tradition and a heritage that comes from the past that is being lived in the present that more than any other genre... Country music kind of prides itself on its lineage, that it is this classic American sound that has been preserved and brought into the modern world. Though, while you may be able to find some comparisons, maybe between Blake Shelton and, oh, uh, hmm, let's see, maybe Garth Brooks? maybe Garth Brooks was very outside the mainstream in his own time. And it's very hard to compare him to acts that preceded him because one of the things that he brought in was a lot of, well, rock and roll influences. And while his style of music has kind of become the mainstream in rock and roll in, I'm sorry, in rock and roll in country now it isn't what preceded it. I mean, just listening to songs that came out in a similar time, the differences between Garth Brooks and, say, Billy Ray Cyrus's achy Breaky Heart or anything by um, Reba McIntyre or um, Brooks and Dunn, they, no, they, they don't sound alike. That tradition, that idea of tradition, is core to the concept of country music. And that is what is at stake if they allow a song like Old Town Road to be accepted because it shows something that they don't really want to admit and that is that the country music scene has been evolving and changing since its inception. While I'm tempted to put this controversy and many others like it, into the category of not like my childhood or this ruins X from my childhood. With a genre like country or rock, those tend to kind of be true. Is Imagine Dragons a rock band? They're very overproduced in a lot of ways. They use excessive drum loops. They don't rely on a backbeat. They're not traditional rock and you look at them and compare them to other iconic rock bands. Let's just say Led Zeppelin and the sound between the two could not be more different. The Rolling Stones. No, they're not like them at all. Let's go to kind of the closest to pop rock and say the police who were kind of a rock band. I know a lot of people that look at um, synchronicity and consider it a rock album. They 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 don't even seem rock compared to the police, and this has caused a lot of consternation in rock and an att- an attempt to retrench, and so a lot of rock music over the last ten years has been, oh, I hate this term so much, roots rock, where it's bared down, it's very simple, it's straightforward, it is rock and roll, it's oftentimes two, three, or four member bands. And there is a a lot of argument over whether or not loops are allowed and dot, 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 dot. But the rock and roll sound has to change. It has to evolve. It has to live with its audience. And it always has. When you look at old rock and roll like Chuck Berry and compare it to, going to our examples before, Led Zeppelin... Uh, there's an electric guitar <laughs> present. There's a drum kit. There's a bass guitar. There are vocals, but beyond that, the similarities are not really all of that all that present. Any time a genre, be it in music or entertainment, or even worse, when a franchise decides that tradition is very important, um, yeah, that, that that important see, I can't even say that word, to its existence and to its very definition. Anytime you threaten that tradition, anytime you threaten that idea of what the genre is, you have committed an arch crime against it. Or have you? I go back to my example of Zeal and Ardor. If you're not familiar with them, I don't care if you like black metal or not. Be warned, their lyrics are... Tend to be violent and they're highly satanic in na- nature, but they rely on this technique where he created his own, if you will, gospel songs that never existed and are not on the God side but on the devil side, and uses them, especially on the first album, as background. And inside of it are embedded these black metal blast beats and drum work on t- with it and the guitar and even the screams that you would expect to hear in that style metal but it's evolving it's changing it's different it's an intermediary stage to a completely different style of music or it's an evolution of The style of music. It all depends on your point of view and perspective. I try not to be precious about genre, and I think it's dangerous when we try to be precious about genre. And yeah, they're black metal. I'm fine with that. They tick every other box for me, so I'm willing to listen to them and to put them into that category. But black metal isn't entirely in genre that is based on uh, respecting tradition, though many traditions have arisen within it and are religiously held by the practitioners of its dark arts. But it's not something that we would really sit around and talk about the conventions, the traditions Because the whole point is to be iconoclastic and to tear down and build something else up. So the idea that a band would come in and be like, hey, we're black metal, but (laughs) yeah, we're not doing it that way. For me, is exciting and it's a fresh, it's a breath of fresh air that's coming into a style of music that had, at least for me, felt a little stale and, well most of the bands kind of sound the same now because they had all decided that this is what we're going to make the genre sound like. And not just the band sounding the same. A lot of times, a lot of the songs would sound the same to me because a lot of that nuance gets baked out of it. If everything has to be a constant, you know, blast beat, well, we have like four kinds of blast beats, but we're just going to kind of alternate between them and we're not going to do anything other than the specific type of screamo vocals, and we're just going to kind of hit the same chord over and over and over again on the guitar, eh, it doesn't make for a lot of variation. Something coming into that genre and just really throwing a big middle finger up to everything else and saying, no, this is black metal. It reminds me of, you know, when TSOL decided to record a lounge album, and then perform it and argue that it was punk because everybody had conformed to a certain punk ethos of this is what punk music sounded like. And they were like, no, punk is about aggression and making people angry. And this album definitely made you angry. Didn't it? It has to be punk. That's kind of that rebellious spirit that you see in those types of genres and what allows them to have the growth and change that they have. But, and like I said previously, within country music, there really is the self-imposed story because it's not there in reality. It is a tale that country music likes to tell itself, that it is a traditional form of music, that it hasn't changed, that it doesn't change, that it is a part of this rich tapestry that is the way it is and has been that way from time immemorial and will be stretching on into the future. When anything comes along to challenge that, and very overtly challenge that, it shakes the whole concept of the genre to its core. Because honestly, if we're going to go away from the original roots of the genre and allow it to mix in these other things, does it really need to exist anymore? And I'm not saying that as a way of attacking country music in particular. It's more, we're moving very quickly into a post-genre state when it comes to music and entertainment. What is LSD? Have you heard their album? It's Labyrinth, Sia, and Diplo, and they got together and they recorded an album. And it has very strong influences from country and down... Uh, and on some songs, but... of gospel and dance hall and pop. This It's got some kind of rock things to it. When I listen to Genius, Genius sounds kind of like A rock song that got put in a blender with a gospel song and some kind of a dance hall thing? What is it? It's post-genre. It's something that is kind of defined the genre that it's in. In fact, when I was growing up, we had an entire category for that. We called it alternative because it wasn't a sound in and of itself. It was just this doesn't fit into any of those other boxes and it's not popular And most music kind of fits that now. What are we dealing with when we're dealing with a genre? As we've talked before, they're about conventions. Genre is something that exists so that a product can be marketed. When we talk about country music or rock music or any of these other things, they are not things that exist in themselves. These are not taxonomic terms like you would find for a Velociraptor or a T-Rex. Those have very rigid definitions, and they're science. Music, literary, film, television genres are not. They are creations that came about so that somebody could sell a product. Will they be around in the future? You know me, I don't think so. I think that they will always be around in a certain way so that you can easily shorthand what your book is. You know, I like to look at my own fiction and say, if you like Final Fantasy, but wish it was a little bit darker, that's kind of what I write. And that helps most people get what I'm talking about. I am kind of evoking a genre because, well, the Final Fantasy games are, for the most part, each set in their own world and tell their own separate story, for the most part. So it is kind of a genre, but something else has happened. In marketing that genre, we've moved over in the intervening years from just marketing a product that you might want to be or have, or something, to a lifestyle that you should be a part of. You see, if you like rock music, then you probably like booze and sex and, you know, dirty things like that. If you like country music, then you're probably a good old boy with a tractor. Because almost every popular country song invokes a tractor. Again, why Old Town Road has to be considered a country song because it it mentions a tractor. But as these genres have become lifestyles, and we're no longer just signing on to, oh, I like the way that music sounds, but oh, that means I'm going to wear jeans and gingham shirts and, you know, variant other things. I'm going to have a cowboy hat and cowboy boots and So now there are product purchases and fashion choices that are going along with it. And, oh, I only drink these beverages because they are the beverages of my genre. And if you don't think that happens, we own a restaurant bar. And I could almost predict for you what music somebody listens to by whether or not they drink cocktails. If they do, what kinds of cocktails they drink. And if they don't, what kind of beer they drink. Because those have been lifestyle-branded to variant genres of music that are now lifestyles. They're not just a type of music that we listen to. And so, as we are running head-on into the question, is Old Town Road country music? If it is, and we're allowing country music to change so that it could possibly have in it an artist name, Lil Nas X... And we're going to allow the elements that are in that song to be considered country music, even though we've allowed it for other artists who aren't named Lil Nas X, then, yeah, that changes my lifestyle. It becomes an existential threat, not just to a genre, but to a lifestyle, to a fashion line, to an entire industry and collection of industries that have developed around selling a particular image. And they can't have that. They can't. Even though... Did you know Sugarland has a rap song on one of their albums? They do. And it's considered country because they're a country act and a cute white woman sings the song. But when this is simplified down into just little things like that i think it misses the bigger problem here and that is the existential threat that it poses to the people who are being asked to accept something that they don't want to and that is change everything changes everything dies and everything eventually gets rebooted anyway so just wait around and it'll come back (laughs) It'll be what you want it to be eventually. I waited around long enough and, well, we have Greta Van Fleet. So there you go. Anywho, (laughs) this is something I really wanted to talk about for a while, especially when it deals with rock music. And I might do a second episode specifically about rock music if you would like that. Let me know. Um, But it's a fascinating topic to me. If you enjoyed this episode and the app that you're listening on lets you rate either this episode or the podcast in general, please do that. That helps me a lot. out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share me with more people. If you've got a buck you can throw my way, in the show notes you'll see a link to community support. If you click that, you can join the project at the $1, 5 or $10 levels. That helps me do everything that I do. And thank you to everybody who does that. If you don't have any money right now, I understand. I really understand. Or, um you just don't feel like giving that's fine but if you know anybody you think would enjoy these podcasts please share it with them that helps me out a lot too if you have any questions comments or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show you can hit me up on twitter i'm Dorset over there you can download the anchor app and follow me on it and send me a voice message or find me on any of the other social networks that you can find linked from projectshadow.com i hope you like this one i had fun talking about it Until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.